Get a little Caesar's large, hot and ready bacon wrapped deep, deep dish pepperoni and bacon pizza wrapped in over three and a half feet of bacon for just twelve bucks at participating locations plus tax. Pizza, pizza. Grocery Outlet is your destination for huge savings on name brand products. This week, stop in for Newman's Own Pasta Sauce. Twenty four ounce jars and assorted varieties are buy one get one free at one ninety nine for two. That's a wow savings of up to seventy two percent versus traditional grocery stores. Limit two free. Also, start your morning off right with Post Honey Bunches of Oats cereal. Fourteen point five ounce boxes of honey roasted or with almonds are just one ninety nine. That's a wow savings of up to sixty five percent. Offers good through June fourth. Grocery Outlet Bargain Market. When they write my story, they're gonna say that I did it for the glory. But don't think that I did it for the fame, yeah. I did it for the love of the game, yeah. And this is my chance I'm taking. All them old records I'm breaking. All your people watching on the TV. You go ahead and put your bets on me. Hey, this is Sugar Shane. Welcome to another episode of the Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Got my co-host with me, Billy Dees. Hello, everyone. Oh, how you been, man? I've been doing okay. Yeah, I can't complain too much. Been busy, which is good. Yeah, it's always Uh, My truck has been in the shop the entire week, and I have no idea what they're doing with it. Because... What they're fixing is is a is is a pressure control sensor or something like that, and uh, you know they gave me a, a price on Tuesday, okay, uh, to get it done. And we're not talking a ton of money; it's more than I want to spend. But this isn't like something where they have to take the engine out or anything. And here it is, Friday, and I still don't have my truck, so I have no idea what's going yes. on. I'm supposed to get it tomorrow morning. That's a little bit ridiculous. That pissed me off, that's for sure. Well, what's irritating is they haven't kept in contact with me. Right. And, you know, here's the thing. When I was, I worked in, in service-related industries for many, many years. And I can tell you, as sure as I am sitting here, if you have the same information, okay, one way it goes over pretty well and another way it doesn't. And here's what I'm talking about. Let's say you have something that uh, I'm, I'm doing for you, okay? And I don't have the parts that I need. I told you it would be done on Tuesday. And I call you and I say, Shane, hey, look, man, I'm sorry. I, I, I know I told you I would have this done on Tuesday. But the fact of the matter is once we got into it, you know, we found out there's a part we need to order and I'm not going to have it for you until Thursday. Now, you may not be thrilled with that news, 
but you're going to accept it. You're going to say, yeah, well, well, yeah, if that's fine, whatever you got to do, appreciate you. Let me know, whatever. Okay. But if I do nothing, okay, and you're sitting there, Tuesday come and goes, and you call me and you say, hey, Bill, what the hell? You know, you said you were going to have this done for me yesterday. And I go, oh, yeah, uh, well, I had to order a part for that. Okay, now you have a completely different situation on your hands. Right. Okay. And I, I used to tell the people that I work with, when you make the phone call, you are psychologically in control of that conversation. When you wait for the call to come to you, they are in control of it. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know how many times I said that, and 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 they just would not listen. Not. I don't know if they would hope the problem would go away, or or what. But th- some people just do not learn that. So that's what irritates me with this. Two days went by without any information, without me calling them. And that wow. that to me is BS. Yeah. B- yeah, that's BS. Uh, yeah, if you need any help, man, you got any problems, you just call the Freak Show Gang. We'll ride out. <laughs> yeah, there you go, man. I do want to do this real quick before I forget. I'm going to do my best. I won't do near as good a job as Billy Dees does, but I'm going to give it a shot. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Sweet Truth Radio. That's on Twitter. You can tweet us anything about what comments on the show, what you like. What Hell, tell us what you don't like. I don't care. Put it in there. We'll respond to as soon as we can in a timely process. Uh, also on the Spreaker app, if you're using that, or if you uh, want to use that, you can chat in on that. I'm responding to any responses I get on that. Eagle Scout and uh, Tony the Tiger are listening now. Oh, awesome, awesome. And uh, so, uh, and share it if you like the show. And if you're a regular, and especially if you're a regular listener, hit the share button, man. Put it on your Facebook. I mean, if you can share two, like I've said before, if you can share two cats wrestling and around in some yarn, Share, and I'm not against that. I don't have no problem. I love cats. But you can share a good show you're listening to, you too. You know what I'm saying? Don't it make sense to you, brother? Yeah, no. Was the, was the cat comment aimed at me? No, 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 no. No, it was a no shape, form, or fashion aimed at you. I'm just making a joke. Because we do have, man, that, people share all kinds of different. It's whatever the gimmick of the week is. You know how it is. But I, I, somebody somebody estimated, I don't know how high it was, something like 70 to 80% of the images on the internet are cats. Oh, uh, yeah, I know it is. And I love cats. Don't get me wrong. I got one. <laughs> oh, I love them, yeah. Uh, Tony the Tiger said, My new mic sounds good. Awesome. So that's good. He says, I shared a show with a big exclamation point. I wouldn't say it, you didn't. I'm just asking everybody that doesn't do it. <laughs> God, everybody, y'all, y'all getting oversensitive. Yeah, man, y'all getting oversensitive tonight. I got him talking about the share, and I got you talking about the cat thing. I'm like, look, man, it don't mean nothing. Well, I was only making a joke because everybody knows about me and cats. I mean, anybody who knows me the most in the most casual manner knows about me and cats. I honestly didn't even think about it until after I said it, and and the thought (laughs) did pop in my head. I said, hell, he's gonna think I'm talking about him. Uh, I do want to make mention before we get into some stories here. There's a show based out of Atlanta, apparently. I've never seen it, but my, uh, Christina's uncle has. Okay. I believe it's called Auction Kings or o- something like, yeah, something o- like it. Okay, auction, like, uh, yeah, the like guys a, that do. Yeah, hey, like, 
Yeah, like oh, that's okay. yeah. Can I get a dollar here? Here, dollar here, dollar here. Got once, twice, twice. Was so sold over there, you know that kind of shit. That's right. But uh, he, this, I don't think they do it like that. I think this is like a you know twinkle your ear one way kind of auction, where you know you have to move body motions or whatever the hell it is that fancy upscale auction. Okay. Because there ain't no way in hell a hillbilly is going to pay what that what was just paid for this. Okay. The nation of Quatar, and I didn't even know you could do this. Quatar or Quatar or whoever the hell they are. They just paid to the sum of over two, I think it was over two million, almost three million dollars uh-huh. for a telephone number. And the telephone number was 666-6666. Really? They paid hmm. over $2 million. Silent auction. Yeah, that's the name of it. $2 million bucks for a telephone number. And I don't know what this one went for, but they also sold one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Somebody was auctioning off phone numbers, and Quatar paid $2 million plus for that all straight six numbers. What the hell? Do they? They must be a really financially stable country over there. They are. That they, that they, they have to be. That they could just, hey, we'll go spend two million dollars on some sixes. <laughs> Fuck! I mean, what the? <laughs> Makes no sense. So, but Qatar, uh, Qatar is how Tony says it's pronounced, or something like that. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, you, you got me mixed up now. It might be like Cutter or something like that. I, I don't, I, I don't know. It's Q A T A R. Is how it's spelled. Yeah, I know how it's spelled. Yeah, yeah. but it's 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 not, it's not pronounced that way. We've uh, actually had listens from there. Really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, Trump looks like he may actually get the wall built. Well, a lot of it. Is already built. That's what a lot of people don't understand. It started, it started in 2006. Oh, I, and, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so did yeah. he start it? Say that again? Did he start it? I'm not sure if that started under the Bush administration, but it was continued under the Obama administration. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, now that it, it wasn't like... Um, what they're talking about, like this great wall, you know, the great wall over here. What it was was a program to seal off some of the most easel, easily crossable areas, especially where uh, uh, a certain routes for drug trafficking and all that were, were being used. So, I, I mean, I don't know what percentage is already built. I mean, I would be, I would be guessing, but it's 20, 30 percent something like that and but here again it's not this wall like it's been sold like this grand wall um and to finish it there's 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 two things there's logistics because a lot of the area down there is is very you know very difficult terrain which brings up the notion that why put a wall there when you know (laughs) It's hard to yeah. cross to begin with. And uh, the other issue is um, uh, there's a lot of land down there that's on the border that is privately owned. Hmm. Okay. And uh, that's going to raise an issue, too, because what you might end up with is some zigzag pattern 
going around all the private uh, areas. And uh, if you really wanted to secure the border, border, I mean, uh, going on the concept that they already have in place, you know, uh, sealing up the biggest holes and then doing the rest with technology, whether it be with surveillance or whatever, would probably be more practical than having a, a gigantic wall. Well, don't you just put towers up with snipers, and if anybody comes over, you give them a warning <laughs> shot first, and the second one goes for the head. Hell, that's how you do it. Yeah, there you go. That'll, that'll make a lot of people happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, well, you ain't looking to make people happy. You're looking <laughs> to keep the laws in order. I'm not here to make people happy. I I'm talking about yeah, people that are listening to this, I mean, their head's probably exploding right hey, now. Hey, <laughs> I'm not saying, hey, I'm not, I'm not against immigration. Right. I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm all for legal immigration. I'm all Absolutely. for it. Absolutely. I don't have any problem with anybody making the proper ways into this country. But the fact of the matter is, we have let some. I'm not backing Trump on everything he's saying here. Don't get no. me wrong. Because everybody right. knows I'm not a Trump supporter. But the fact of the matter is, we have let some pretty low-life pieces of shit from other countries come in here. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. But the fact of the matter is, a lot of those people who have come here and caused problems didn't come across the border. They flew in. Right. And were left. And that's true. The wall's not going to solve the whole problem. You're yeah. right. I and, think it's something like 60% come by air. Yeah. So and, at least uh, only 40% coming through the way of the wall. I'm not defending I'm not defending Trump either. However, I, and I'll say the same thing about Obama. I don't like it when people take little bits and pieces of, of what they said and make it seem like something else. You know, to make a blanket statement and say that, uh, well, Trump said he doesn't like Mexicans. That is not true. I've never heard him say that. No, no, but you'll hear liberals do it all the time. Right. He, yeah, and the, the now granted, he the, the, the statement that he said about, quote unquote, most of them being bad people and all this in reference to illegal immigrants. Now you, you could make the argument, do illegal immigrants cause any more problems in this country than let's say the average citizens do. I I don't know. That's up for debate. I I would probably say that a lot of them do cause problems at a higher rate than the citizenry, but that, that could certainly be debated. Okay. And we could have a discussion about that, but to turn that around and say that he made a blanket statement about the people of Mexico is not true. And I hear him, you know, they leave people that just hate him and, uh, you know, want to make him sound as bad as possible, put those blanket terms in his mouth, and that is not what he said. Right. I mean, I I don't know if the wall is going to be that beneficial, just to be honest. Even from it being a stupid statement yeah aside from that i don't think it's going to be efficient i think you're still going to have people coming through it doesn't matter yeah you you're going to have to tighten up the the way that uh uh immigration is is evaluated and uh and everybody talks about canada uh being so wonderful you know their their entry uh requirements are are actually much higher than the united states oh yeah yeah. Yeah, you can't even have a DUI. Yeah. Yeah, they're very damn strict. Yeah. And, uh, and, but guess what? From what I understand, it's a pretty good place to live. It's a great place to live, but for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Oh, that's not yeah. the only reason. That's yeah. Not oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Right. But, uh, but I am in agreement 
Well, I say don't know that the wall is going to be the answer, but I'm in agreement. Something has to be done with drugs coming out of this. You know, we get out of there. Yeah. Is that going to be solving all the problems with drugs? No. I mean, the meth problem is a problem because it can be made any damn where. Yeah. You don't have to ship that in from Mexico. But some of the other stuff, we could at least cut down on some of the other. You know, I wonder how much of the heroin we've had a problem with here in Ohio comes from there. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that, that's a wild discussion because I, what I don't understand is why there's so much demand for it in the United States. You know, this is simple economics. You wouldn't need... You wouldn't need a wall. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have these rich, um, um, corrupt factions down in Mexico. You wouldn't have anything like that if the demand in the United States wasn't there. I mean, we're to blame for that. Yeah. And I know my, my, my conservative friends' heads explode when I say that. But it's simple economics. If the demand wasn't there. The supply wouldn't be there. But we're a society of people, and I've said this on a podcast or two, I think it was two or three or something like that ago, that people, the problem with people is the majority of them, not everybody, but the majority of people cannot separate pleasure from happiness. And we're a very pleasure-driven society. And that's why a lot of people get involved in drugs in the first place. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, eventually they go down that long road of addiction, and and then the problems that ensue with that. But the fact of the matter is, that's what started it. And happiness is not based on stuff like that, or your feelings, or your or anything like that. And that's what people can't, they can't compare the difference. You could be, I've seen two people happy and living in a shack. Getting along just as fine as hell. They were a great couple. They were married. Right. Didn't argue. And I mean, I'm not saying I want to be broke. Of course right. not. But I'm just saying that I don't think the money's where it's at. Money just money brings the pleasures that you can have, but you have to realize that pleasure is just brief. When yeah. it's over, you still got to go back to real life and you know what's going on. Well, you know, we expelled 60 uh, Russian diplomats, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't know how many, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of the uh, the stuff going on there. Yeah. yeah, Russia now has announced that they will expel 60 U.S. diplomats and the closure of St. Petersburg's consulate. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people over there, Russians included, that... Uh, think this is a very stupid decision on Putin's behalf because this could be very harmful for the Russian economy. Yeah, I don't know. He said that one of the reasons why one of the is uh, tourism, and he said, and a lot of people, I didn't even know this, but there's a lot of, St. Petersburg has a dock there or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of tourists that come out of that, come into that area. Really? And there's a lot of cruises that come through there. And, he, and the guy that was talking, he said, yeah, my son-in-law, my daughter just got back from over there. And he was talking about it. So uh, evidently, I guess that's a thing, just like Alaskan tour cruises, I guess. But hmm. uh, so that's good. But economically, it could hurt them. But uh, we'll see. I don't know what's all. Uh, I even read one statement where uh, 
Russia, had, uh, Putin had made a statement to prepare his people for war. He, he's always rattling his sabers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whether it'll come to that, I don't know. But mm. Yeah, I don't know. Stormy Daniels' request of an expedient, I guess she wanted it to be like sped up the process. What was going on between her and Trump? Right. Uh, that was denied. The judge in L.A. denied that request. <laughs> he turned that down. I guess she's just in a hurry to get her money and run. Yeah. That's what it boils <clears throat> down to. And if you, I, I, I'm not being, a, I, and I'm not saying it didn't happen. Yeah. He, he might have porked his sausage in her like it was nothing. But <laughs> with that being said, if you don't see that this bitch is doing this for one reason and one reason only, then you're stupid as hell. Right. I don't give a damn if you're a liberal or a conservative or what the hell you are. If you don't see this bitch is only after money, then you're the biggest fucking fool I've ever met in my life, and I'll be glad to tell you in person. Yeah. Because that's all she's after. Yeah, I mean, she said in that interview that, uh, you know, she wasn't, you know, getting any money or anything um, for doing the interview and so on and so forth. However, there's no question that her marquee value is skyrocketing. Oh, I yeah. mean, you know, when she makes an appearance at one of those adult clubs, I have no idea what she's getting, but I'm sure it's a mountain of money. Oh, yeah. And the thing about it is, you got to think about her DVD sales. You know how many have went to the fucking online porn stores and bought DVDs with this bitch in? Yeah. I'd be interested in the statistics of uh, how much of her porn is being watched now as opposed to oh. before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah. I'd like to know what Pornhub's search for Stormy Daniels is like. Well, how, many, <laughs> how many searches? Are there? You know it's a shitload. You know oh, it. yeah. Who do, yeah, absolutely. You know yeah. it's a shitload. I just, I'm glad he, I'm glad he denied the request. I think if they go do it, do it right. Absolutely. I really don't know much about this bitch, but Sandra Bernhardt, uh, I guess she's a co-star of Roseanne. Evidently, this show's trying to make a comeback. It's off to a good start. I can't believe John Goodman did it. I really am utterly shocked. Why? Because he had a good movie career going. He's done quite a good few spots in movies, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, he's a character actor, yeah. Uh, yeah, for the most part, I'd say, yeah. You're right. So he may do better with Roseanne. I haven't, have I, you seen the new episodes? I have not, uh, but I can tell you the ratings are there. Oh, Big yeah. Time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway, she's supposed to be in the show and she made a statement that white women, man, I tell you, I can't believe she even said this shit, voted for Trump because they were threatened by their husbands. And they didn't vote for Hillary because they were threatened by her education. <laughs> I don't even understand that, but okay. <laughs> i tell you what, when I heard them saying they were threatened by Hillary's education, let me tell you, the one reason why I wouldn't have never voted for her was one reason and one reason only, and the key word is scandal. Everywhere she went, she had one. I could count of three scandals the woman has had in her life and never even been in the fucking White House. 
So my thought is, if she's already had three, what the fuck's she going to do when she gets in there? And that's why I wouldn't have never voted for her, quite yeah. personally. And then you had the whole mail shit going on, the email shit going on while she's running for office. And so I was like, no, I don't want to deal with that. But I didn't want to vote for him either. So like I said, me and Billy have said, we didn't vote for anyone. That's but right. I just, and normally, normally I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't vote. But let me tell you something. This time, no. I did not. I did not have the slightest compunction about not voting. Not even one little itsy bitty little itty teeny monicum of guilt did I have. True. <laughs> I didn't have any guilt over it. Of course, I'm not a big voter anyway, because I'll just be honest with you, man. I ain't been a person yet that I've really had a hell of a lot of confidence in. Yeah. In quite a while. And this is where I disagree. I'm going to go. I'm over here typing. I'm just going to let it be known. Uh, Eagle Scout put said, our concern should be following the money trail. She's trying to get some money out of this. Can you blame her? Yeah, I blame her. And the reason why I blame her is because not only is it a disgrace to her sex, it makes herself it makes her look cheap. It make because she already said she wouldn't attracted to him, right? So that means she just laid there like a fucking prostitute and took it. I'm just being honest. If this indeed happened, yeah, Trump. Denied well, she it. says that's what it, that's she that's how she described it, right? So, if that being the case, and then you're going to wait 12 fucking years and then come out about it. No, that's not right. That's not right for anybody to do. I don't give a damn who you are. I don't even give a shit if you're a nobody. It doesn't have nothing to do with celebrity status. You should do no one like that. Because why in the hell didn't you say something sooner? And why in the hell are you... Why did you do it in the first damn place? You yeah. made a poor choice from the get-go, so live with it. Yeah, I, here again, I... I not to talk about this specifically at the moment, but just as a general rule, you know, if you willingly and she she said she was willing, she she said she didn't have any desire, but she she made it very clear that she wasn't forced or anything. She just went ahead and did it. So, yeah. And and um, uh, when you, you know, put yourself in, in a situation where you, where you have sex with someone or you have some kind of an encounter with someone and they happen to be married or whatever, keep your mouth shut. Right. You know what I mean? I, th th that's the thing. Uh, yeah, th 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 there was somebody recently who apparently had a homosexual encounter with somebody, and this guy was selling the story to a tabloid. And, and I'm like, you know, why would you do that to somebody? Yeah, that's just slow. If, if you, yeah, if you're going to have sex with somebody, you're you're going to have sex with a big star or whatever because it's something you you know you want to do. Then you know I don't know that selling that information and describing the most intimate parts of their body is. I, I just feel that that's. I just don't like that. No, it's sorry. I, I just don't. No, I'm not condoning cheating by any means. But no, not at all. If you're going to cheat with a married person. Don't go or out even unmarried for even unmarried for that. Yeah, yeah. and, and you're going to sell this. Turn around and sell the story. Right. That's that's BS, man. Put their videos up on the damn internet and shit. Yeah, that's no. 
I don't think you should try to destroy anybody's life for any means. You know what you're getting into when you get into the shit. That's what gets me. That's what gets me is people do stuff and they know what they're getting into before they even do it. That's like Eagle Scout says she's got to look in the mirror talking about Stormy Daniels and deal what comes her way. Yeah, that's true. But it's still bad that injustice is going to prevail in that way because I don't think she's entitled to one red fucking cent. I wouldn't give her anything as a fucking I, I don't understand why they, they felt the need to pay her off anyway. No. I mean, this was this had nothing to do with him as a candidate. This had nothing to do with him as a public figure. Happened before he ever ran. At, way before he ever ran. There's no allegations here that she was forced or intimidated or anything like that. She freely says that this was something that she did on her own volition. And it's 12 years old. Why even bother acknowledging it? After all this stuff that Trump has done... <laughs> Just ten times worse. Uh, why was he? Why was he obsessed with this? In my opinion, a non-story, right. or, or even admitting it. Yeah. You know, that's where you, you know I talked to, uh, about Clinton uh, on our last podcast, and we went through that. What got Clinton in trouble was the lying. You know, mm. and uh, just same with Watergate. How that got piled on was was the lying afterwards. And uh, you know, if I was Trump. And uh, something came up like that from 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 twelve years ago. It was a one time deal. It was before I was running as president. Now, granted, you know he's he, he could have you know be in trouble with his wife, but that didn't seem to slow him down in, in any of these other cases. Right. So um, you know why even acknowledge it? And if you are going to acknowledge it, why not just say, "Yeah, man, I got a blowjob from a knockout blonde, and it was great." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I agree. Well, or whatever it is that they did. I don't know if that's what they did. She just described it as unprotected sex, by the way. If you watch the interview, technically that's what she says happened. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just kind of throwing that in there, you know. But, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand why he even bothered trying to hush it up. Yeah, I would have just, yeah, I wouldn't have bothered. To, I mean, like you said, it's too long ago. Why the hell even worry about it? Yeah. I mean. I want to get to this story, and then I want to get to the story of the show. Kristen Crooks, I don't I guess that's what you know, and Allison Mack, they were star. You ever watched Smallville? Not really, no. Is that I mean, that Superman thing? Yeah, it's the prequel to when he became Superman or whatever, when he was in Smallville, the sto- his town. And okay. Kristen Crooks played Lana Lang, and Mal- Allison Mack played Chloe or some shit that worked there or whatever at the school. Um, apparently... They got hooked up with this guy named Keith Rainier. He's and before anybody gives me any shit, I don't know this guy. He's a self-help guru, and I don't know who the hell he is. I've never listened to him. So before right. anybody says anything, they signed up for his seminar. He was arrested this week while on the lam in his ten thousand dollar a week Mexican villa. He's been charged with running a violent slave cult. Called NXIVM, which be, or they pronounce it Nexium, not to be confused with the heartburn medication. All right. If you, they used uh, them, these two people, these two celebrities from Smallville, to recruit right. slaves. Now, Crooks left, but she was doing it, though. She didn't like find out, then leave. She was already doing it, and then left. But the huh. Allison Mack. Stayed on. 
even coming up with the idea of using a branding iron on the girls inside their right on the outside of their inside of their leg right at their growing while somebody yeah, held them down. These people was on fucking Smallville, man. Jeez. What the fuck? Her nickname was Pimp Mac. What the f- I couldn't believe it when I read this shit. Oh, man, it sounds crazy. I had to check it. I had to check with other news stories, because at first I thought I was reading some onion bullshit. I said, there ain't no way in the hell this shit's true. Right. I couldn't believe this shit. Selling, recruiting women to be sex slaves. They said Crooks was actually one of the sex slaves and actually worked her way up to being a recruiter, I guess you'd call it, or worked your way down, however you do it in that, <laughs> in that situation. Maybe a little bit of both. But <laughs> Jeez, nuts. But I couldn't believe it. I watched every season of that just about. I'm like, what the fuck? Not the best show in the world. It's got its faults, that's for damn sure. Well, I got to get to the story here, and I ain't trying to be mean. Uh-oh. As some of y'all may have heard my past, I've, in my so podcast I've done down the road in the past, way back, I've mentioned that I do have somewhat of a religious background. Right. With that being said, I'm not a huge, huge fan, and I'm not trying to knock anybody that is. But I'm not a big, huge fan of the Roman Catholic Church for different reasons. Just for different reasons. And one of the main reasons why I'm not is their inconsistency, and I love consistency. I'm a firm believer. I'm not saying you can't have change, but when you have a doctrine that's been set in stone, supposedly supposed to be a, you know, the word of the Lord or whatever the case may be, why a man can come along two or three hundred years later and change it, I don't quite understand. Just my viewpoint. Not knocking it if you're Catholic. I'm just saying my logical mind, when I use logic that I use, it doesn't add up. I can't. All right. It. I would rather listen to somebody that was 80 years old that still preached the same way he does now when he was 30 than to listen to somebody that every two weeks something new happens. Right, Pope, right, right. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is Pope Francis was asked about hell this past week. And he said, they're not punished. He says, those who repent, obtain forgiveness, and enter the ranks of those who contemplate him. But those who don't repent and can't be forgiven, they just simply disappear. A hell doesn't exist, and what exists is the disappearance of sinning souls. So there isn't a place now. We just all just disappear. Well, hell, if that's the case, who gives a fuck? I'm just being honest with you now. I ain't trying to be mean. I'm just being truthful. That makes no sense. That gives me no no reason. I mean, I'm like, I don't even give a shit now. I just do my own damn thing. Fuck it all. Yeah. I'm just going to disappear, worst case fucking scenario. <laughs> right. Uh, this guy, he has to be probably the most liberal of all the popes I've seen in my lifetime. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's uh, no question about that, yeah. And I'm not trying to say anything, and I won't go into this on the air, but from my upbringing, it does kind of worry me in different ways, just from my upbringing. But uh, I just, I like consistency. You know, um, if you're going to have something like, and not just religion, not just religion. It can be military. It can be any organization. It can be your work. That's what I don't like about my job. It can be your, it can be your workplace. One of the things I don't like about my job is every damn two weeks we got a new damn rule comes out. Don't even, then it, it don't make any sense. Some of right. the stuff, some of the stuff they're doing is just like ass backwards. 
And one of their mottos is work fat, work smart. And I'm like, this shit ain't smart. So yeah, it can be anything. I just hate inconsistency. I yeah. don't mind, I don't mind change. I can understand change. But what I don't understand is how just, you know, something that wouldn't supposed to be eternal 40, 50, 60 years ago, all of a sudden now is just nothing. You know, I that just don't how that happens. Doesn't add up. I'd have to hear hear the quote. I'm not sure. Yeah, he was, and in the full I, context of it, I I don't know enough to comment on it. I'm not I sure. Was, I read the quote verbatim. He was talking to a uh, a bishop, and that's who and they, and he quoted it. But it's supposed to be his quote verbatim. But uh, but from what I've heard him say in the past, it wouldn't surprise me. To be honest, he is pretty liberal. And I wouldn't be shocked at all if that was the case. And I'm not knocking anybody that's Catholic. Don't get me wrong. I did, I'm not getting on a religious tyrant and saying anybody's right and nobody's wrong or whatever the hell it is. We ain't nobody going to know that we're all damn good and dead. But I'm just saying if if you say two reasons it's not consistent and the other reason is if you tell me that, I mean, it doesn't really make it matter to me, man. I'm like, hell, I'll just go on doing whatever, you know. Right, right, right. Just, just disappear. But. Al Sharpton called. Oh, go ahead. What you gonna say, something? I uh, I was just gonna say I, you know, when it comes to religion, th- there's always going to be change in terms of the times and the politics and other things that go on. Um, I I, I don't know. Here again, this spe- this specific quote, I don't know. But hell is something that's hotly debated in just about every religion and it's a um it's a it's a controversial topic because a lot of people will amend what they believe about hell but won't amend what they believe about heaven (laughs) okay and uh you know it just falls into what i've often talked about is that we believe what we like yeah and um I heard a preacher the other day talking on uh, the subject of hell, uh, saying that he doesn't believe that it really makes sense to have eternal punishment, that it would make more sense to, especially in light of, you know, the forgiving God concept, that it would make more sense to have a punitive period in hell, um, where eventually you get out. Now, I don't know. I mean, you know, that that may, be, may or may not be true. I, I really... I really don't know, I, but I, I'm not defending the Catholic Church, um, as an, as most of you know, I'm not particularly religious, right? But uh, as an institution, I think it gets a bad rap, largely because there's no question there was a lot of the members of the church badly handled the, uh, the scandals in right. years past. Right. I mean, that was horrible, very, very bad. Um, and I believe that because of the fact when when you have the Vatican and you have some of the opulence that's associated with it, um, and then in New York, there's the uh, cathedral there in New York and uh, very um, heavy uh, Irish Catholic community. People around the world and people throughout the United States have this impression that uh, the Catholic Church is just made of wealth, and that's not true. Um, I don't know how many parishes there are around the country, but they're almost always small, and they're most always just barely scraping to get by. And uh, Catholic charities, I don't know where they rank exactly, but my guess is 
is that Catholic charities are among the largest charities in the country. Oh, in yeah. Terms of, there's there's and, no denying that. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know that you have churches embedded in the community, these neighborhood churches that help people with funerals or somebody had a big operation and, and all this. You have them embedded in the community that I'm not sure that you get out of those corporate preachers that are on TV with hundreds of millions of dollars at their, expo- at their disposal. I, I just don't know that they're doing the same kind of work that the Catholic Church is. Right. And, and here again, I'm just being objective. I, I don't, I don't, you know, like I said, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't, yeah. I don't really care. But I, but, but I can tell you the, the corporate religions are something that really get under my skin because they don't do anybody good except for themselves. You know, some of them, you know, some of them have gotten caught, you know, doing bad things with money and stuff, and they get audited, and they have an air-conditioned dog house and gold spigots and all their bathrooms. I heard about that guy that had the air-conditioned dog house. That's a true story. Yeah, Yeah. and, uh, you know, I mean, that's what they're doing with people that gave their money, supposedly, to do the Lord's work. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's the kind of thing that pisses me off. Well, you got to expect the Lord's right-hand dog to have a nice air-conditioned dog house, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on. As long as he pays for it with money that he earned, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. As long as the people knew that that's what they were giving money for, I don't have a problem with it, I guess. I'm not even sure about that. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> you really, from a, from a legal standpoint, yeah, you really can't say nothing if they wanted to give the money. But from sure. a... From a standpoint of you want to grab them and shake them and be like what the hell's wrong with you yeah i can see that yeah and everybody i'll tell anybody that i'm and i know a lot of people are fans of him and i don't have nothing against you if you are but i don't have nothing to do have nothing for that joel osteen i call him out every day of the week he ain't nothing but money i mean you i mean god tons of money yeah hand over fist and, 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 you know, he'll give some money away here and there, and you'll see him going to a country giving out some food. But based on what he's bringing in and what he's giving out, pales in comparison. Yeah. And at some point, if you're the ones that's given to this stuff, you've got to stop and think, what in the hell am I doing? Yeah. And I'm not being mean at you. I've got family that have done it. I met a uh, Catholic priest at a fundraiser a couple of years ago, um, and this man was from Kenya. He was born in Kenya. Um, very uh, dark-skinned. You could tell he spent a lot of time in the sun, a lot of time hard work, chiseled hands, chiseled features. And I got to tell you, Shane, this was one of the most beautiful human beings that I ever met. I mean, this guy sleeps in a tent and what amounts to a tent, in the poorest, hardest, meanest land in the world, wow. he takes he takes care of of babies and young children that have AIDS. Mm. He do, he does it around you know just malaria infested mosquitoes, and. I, you know, he's doing it obviously because of his faith in Jesus Christ and all this. And, and, you know, I don't have an issue with that, man, because this guy's walking the walk, man. 
Yeah, that's how I am. I, this guy's this guy's doing it, man. Yeah. How can you? This guy is a hundred times a better person than I am. Oh yeah, I mean, not not, not only, <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, <laughs> true. But, but, but he's yeah, he's better than me. But I, but that's what I'm saying. If I'm going to listen to somebody, I want them to you know talk the talk. If I want them to walk the walk, yeah. they're going to talk it. And that's how I am. Don't come at me with, you know, hey, you want to do this? And then the next day I know you're over there banging somebody on the side and your wife's at home. Yeah. This guy isn't living. You know, he's not one of these guys that's living in a house that's 30,000 square feet telling you that you have to sacrifice. Right. Yeah. That's what I can't stand either. That gets on my nerves, man. But we're about done with this uh, show. Uh, You got anything? Parting words of wisdom? (laughs) I'm good, man. I have no words of wisdom. I have none. <laughs> My words of wisdom is if you're going to walk in the woods, make sure you look out for bear traps, I reckon. There you go. <laughs> but uh, other than that, we'll be back here Monday night at 10 o'clock. Billy will have the show for us. And yep. uh, other than that, that's about it. Y'all have a good weekend. I don't know what I've got planned for. Oh, have a good Easter if you celebrate Easter or whatever the hell oh, you do. If you and don't Passover. You're right. Mm-hmm. Passover to you. And if you don't celebrate either one, just have a damn good weekend. I don't care. But uh, y'all have a good one. See you. Talk to you. Or holler at you there. There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on. Hey, man, is something wrong with your laptop? Nah, I just need to turn it off and on. It's no problem. It's smoking. Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. And now it's on fire. Happens all the time. It's all good. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.